Hey guys, and welcome to The Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about personal development goals, building a business, Muskoka vibes, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building, designing, and investing in Muskoka properties for almost two decades, and it is crazy how time flies by. I'm Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design located in Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team, a mom to three incredible humans, and the girl that always needs to know the meaning behind all of life's questions. I have a huge love for surfing, CrossFit, morning coffee, and traveling around the world. So what's the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I'm so excited to share because I love talking and most of the time won't stop chatting. So get ready to have your heart filled with love and your mind filled with inspiration. I am completely obsessed with anything design and personal development. So if that is your vibe, guys, we are going to be besties. Okay, RB Tribe, let's jump in, get started, because I know that you guys are going to freaking love this episode. Hey, so before we get started on the episode, I wanted to let you know and just chat about how we are completely e-commerce available for all your furniture, bedding, and accessories. So go and shop, grab those amazing products you love in the summer all year round. Flat rate shipping applies and remember to join the RB mail list to receive 15% off your first online order. Who doesn't love savings? So go online, go register, grab those savings and happy shopping. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 48, which we are talking about self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and why actually nobody cares about your problems, only you. But here's the side note. First off, I am trying to hit some daily protein, and I am telling you that is really, really hard, trying to hit 150 grams of protein a day, but I'm not complaining. I'm getting through it. I'm working towards my protein goals. I just want to share that with everybody. So welcome. This is probably going to be the last recording that I do, which is super exciting. Last recording from my very bougie recording studio, which is aka actually my bedroom closet because it doesn't have any sound kickback. We've talked about this lots, but yeah, that's where I actually record all these podcasts is actually in my bedroom closet. So for all of you that say that you can't do a podcast, I am literally sitting in my closet and seems to be working out okay for me. But it's actually the last one that I'm doing on Canadian soil because I am so excited. I am doing one last trip. I managed to squeeze a weekend um, trip into Iceland. It's been a bucket list trip for me for a long time. I think Iceland people, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that have this on their bucket list. So I don't know sitting here, the next podcast, I'm definitely going to be recording it from somewhere, somewhere in Iceland. I'm not sure where, but we're going to be recording some of the manifestos and um, the second episode that we drop um, weekly, which is more motivation. So that's going to come from somewhere in Iceland. I'm super stoked about that. I'm actually flying out on a plane later on tonight, trying to get this recording in and getting it all edited um, because that's what I do. Most of the time, I am actually flying by the seat of my pants, pardon the expression. So for those of you around that are new, I am your girl, A, Amanda, for those of you who know me. 
And you know that I'm actually a bit of a sucker for these like cheap little bracelets. Also tattoos. I'm actually a sucker for tattoos too. But today we're not chatting about that. These little bracelets for me. And I don't know what it's been. Like I've always been the girl probably since high school. I've always had like a little cheap rubber bracelet, little friendship bracelet. I've always been that person. These little bracelets for me this year started. I was in Costa Rica. And um, my girls, so I have two little girls that are 11 and 9. And my brother was actually with me in Costa Rica as well. And the thing that's really cool about Costa Rica is that we went there. I did like an Airbnb vacation. Um, We were all chilling and vibing and it was really cool. And what I was doing is every day I would go to a different beach. And on these beaches, which is really cool if those of you have not been to Costa Rica... Um, they have like little locals that set up little stalls everywhere. They sell these little bracelets. There's other jewelry too, but every art, one of our things that we did is we're like every beach that we go, go to, we're going to buy one of these cheap little braces. They were like a couple dollars us to buy them, something that started. And I have not taken them off my arm since some of them have, have like disintegrated because I've been in the water so many times, but, um, I have these little bracelets and they're on, my, they're on my arm and I wear them on my left arm because I'm weird and I have my watch on the right. I don't know why I do that, but I just do. Um, I'm right-handed, but I don't know. So all these little bracelets are on my left arm. My girls wear these little bracelets too, and I just love them. I'm a little bit of a sucker for these little bracelets. And I thought it was really cool because like when we were in Costa Rica, we were trying to get a new bracelet for every beach that we had went to. And, um, yeah, my kids, like, they really like that. They, they remember that and they talk about it actually quite, quite often. So fast forward into the summer, I, Muskoka Wake, they have a little shop that they set up in Bala, which is so cute. They sell swag in there. It's really, really, really cool. Muskoka Wake is one of the companies that I, have um, hired over the years, over the course of years of living here in Muskoka. They have taught my kids how to surf, how to wakeboard. We've gone out with friends. They've taught me things. If you guys have not hired, if you're if you're ever looking to learn how to wakeboard, learn how to surf, learn how to do any tricks on the water, those are your people. They will literally come to your cottage. They'll pick you up. You can go out on their boat. They'll take you out on your boat. What they like? They just work. They have such an incredible team. I'm such a big fan of Muskoka Wake. This is not a promo for Muskoka Wake. I just like them, and they're really cool people. Um, and I've got to know um, some of the instructors over the years. And um, this year, I was working. It was a massive goal for me. I talk about it all the time. Um, to do a 360 on the water. For those of you who don't know what a 360 is, that is when you would, and this was specifically surfing. So it'd be like, you'd ride up the wave, you would turn your board 360 degrees, and then the idea is to return back into the wake. For me, it was such a big goal. I did accomplish it, Labor Day weekend. It was dirty. It was not, it was not like an advertising 360 But here's the thing is I got it done and that's what matters. So 
Why am I telling you this? Because Muskoka Wake, they sell these little bracelets. I got a bracelet this summer. It's a shredder on it. And I think I'm really cool because I have this little bracelet that says that. They have lots of other little bracelets too. And sometimes when you are a child and literally I am a giant adult grow, like living inside, a, my mind is like a child half the time. Um, They'll give you, Muskoka Wake will give these little bracelets to the kids on the boat that successfully do the task that they were instructed with. So hey, like, do you want to go and try to stand up on your board? Do you want to go with all these little things? So I literally feel like I'm a nine-year-old child when I'm celebrating with these little bracelets. It's dorky. I get it. But that's who I am. And I can't, I, I just, I realize, yes, I'm a total badass. But this is the thing. This is how I live my life, through bracelets. I also got a bracelet I swear to you, this podcast is not on bracelets. If we're going to talk about some really serious stuff. When I was in Belize, and I'm living on the remote island, I was hunting lionfish. We would go down, we'd scuba dive down to the bottom of the ocean. We would kill the poisonous lionfish. We'd stick them into the zookeeper. We'd resurface, get back on the boat. Do, 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 do. We'd come back to the island. I don't know why I just put sound effects in there. We come, we didn't literally have sound effects on the boat. Um, we come back to the island we would take all of the lionfish out of the zookeepers. We would clean them. So meaning that we would like fillet the fish, clean them, inspect them if we were collecting data for the biologists. And then we would cut their tails off and their fins off and dry them on these like giant, um, they were almost like baskets, like baskets with, um, they were almost like, like, uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like something like a, like almost like a screening on top and then we would dry their tails and dry um, any of their fins out there and guess what they would do they would make bracelets from them I know shocking right bracelets what do I have on my wrist left side it's a lionfish bracelet I know because why because I think that they're really cool um so anyways I have these bracelets on my wrist and I think that it's just such a little like reminder for me that's why I wear them. So when people are like, hey, why is she dressed up? But she's going to a really expensive restaurant, but she's got all these cheap little bracelets on. It's because they're symbolic things that have happened in my life. And I think that they're really cool. And anyways, that's where my story is on bracelets. So these little bracelets, they act like little tags of accomplishment for me. They remind me of cool stuff that I've done. And more importantly, living your best life. I don't know if that speaks to you, but these are the bracelets that are working for me. So I swear to you, not on, this podcast is not on bracelets. Last week, I walk in to my gym, CrossFit Muskoka, which is located in Port Carling. And my coach announces that he has a bracelet for me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm there. I love it. What kind of bracelet? He's like, it's a complain free bracelet. I'm like, great. Amazing. Yes. Heck yes. Like I'll take one. Absolutely. Like give me, like, give it, give it to me. A side note, he gave it to me before the workout. So I ended up doing this workout, which was not a pretty workout. It was a long kind of chip away sort of workout. And I couldn't complain about it because I had a bracelet on my wrist that said no complaints. So I guess a good a good opportunity for me to get right into it. I guess that's what we'll we'll keep that as. So the concept of this bracelet is every time you wear it on your arm, and it doesn't matter which side, I wear them on my left. Every time you hear yourself complain, you switch the bracelet to the other arm. 
My bracelet is blue. It says, what does it say on it? It says, we are living in a complaint-free world. Great. Every time I complain, I move it to my other. And then the idea and concept is, or the psychology, I guess, behind it, is that it triggers your brain to stop creating a habit, which we all do, right? To accept this. And you can literally rewire your brain by reforming a statement, especially when you're complaining about something. So let's just say hypothetically that I'm about to, I just did this this weekend. Let's say I'm hypothetically going to nail out a backflip. And by the way, by the way, the backflip, backflip, if we want to retrack like previous 12 months ago, I was not confident to do backflip. I did accomplish one this weekend, but as of if it was a year ago, I was not confident to do that backflip. And I was probably complaining the whole time that I was there in my mind. So just that, just want to put that in there. Okay. So let's just say that I'm about to nail out a backflip. I've got my complain free bracelet on and you can literally insert anything here. I realized that a backflip might be extreme, but maybe for you, this is, you're not going to eat chocolate cake. Maybe this for you is that you're going to go for a walk. Maybe this for you is you're going to book that vacation. Maybe this for you is you're going to do the workout and you're just going to get through it and you're not going to say anything negative about it. I don't know what it is. Insert anything into the backflip. Okay, so you go into the task with a closed off mindset and you start to say to yourself, I'm a loser. No way I've got this. What the hell am I thinking? Oh my gosh, like where are we at? Am I making chicken for dinner? I don't know what you're thinking, but the whole point of it is is that you are negatively self-talking the whole thing through. And then what happens? The complaint train rolls in and it just arrived at station shit stop. And I'm going to put that in there because I actually tell my kids this and it was like when my coach gave me the complain free bracelet, I was like, okay, so we're all athletes. We're all training all at different levels. And I hear it. And listen, I'm the first person to complain at this, this, um, gym sometimes. Like sometimes I am when they, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I despise running watts. Like if for me, they're just, they're hard. And I don't want, I'm not complaining about this. I just, they're, for me, they're taskfully hard. I don't like it. My body um, fights everything that is possible to do running wads. But this year I made myself do a lot more of them than what I have in the past and just embrace the experience and try to enjoy the moment. And I get it. Like, I get it. I get not everybody likes those things. Not everybody likes those certain things. Like there's certain workouts that I just, I don't know. Those are the days guys that you need to go to the gym. Those are the days when their things are showing up in your life, the things that are hard. And maybe it's not just a gym thought. You know, there, there's so many people that procrastinate, they procrastinate things. And with procrastination, what really that is, it's a fear of doing something. So I think, I think when you're wearing these complain free bands, where I was going with this is that I actually have a lot of conversations with my son. For me, anyways, you get the point. It's all this negative BS and self-talking that you start telling yourself. I like to call, I like to call this eating shit. And you could ask my son about this. I literally tell him this all the time. I'm a sports mom. My son plays competitive hockey. Um, he has since he was very little and there's many, the interesting thing about hockey is that there's many, there's a lot of time that you spend 
on the weekends at the rink. There's a lot of times that you spend because it's it's a sport that takes a while, right? So like you drop your kid off, you have to, you, you know, we used to have to tie skates in his room. He's much older now. He's like a teenager. We haven't done that for years, but there's a lot of time, a lot of time that you have in between games. Sometimes if they're at a tournament, they have to wait. They're playing like three games a day. So there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of time that me and Jack have sat in a car and we've talked about attitude. We've talked about that during a game. Here's the thing. And I'll tell, and I'll, I'll say what I say to my kids. Your attitude is everything. And even when you know you can't freaking do something, you can tell yourself that you are like a no good piece of crap and you'll never be able to. You will never be able to do something if you tell your mind that you're not able to do that thing. Like, and my point to even my kids is like, would you feed yourself? Like for me, and I use the word shit because I don't know. I'm just that parent. Sometimes like I, I, I'm, I was raised and my parents, my parents would say the word shit and it wasn't a big deal. But I would literally say to my kids, like, would you feed yourself a shit sandwich? Like, would you, would you actually feed yourself that? So if you're not going to feed yourself that, then why are you telling yourself that? One more level up on the complaint train. Stop telling yourself that you can't do things before you even start them. Of course you can't do things before you even start them if you're telling yourself that you can't do the things. So, big thing here. I like to call it eating shit. (laughs) And I think when you start to tell yourself that you can't do things and you're not going to feed yourself that as a sandwich, you're not going to eat that, right? The answer is no, you're not going to do that. So stop letting the crap come out of your mouth. Start by changing the narrative, like rewording the conversation to... I will be able to do that insert anything backflip one day, even though I might fail, even though I'm going to try to embrace it. Everything is part of the journey. I generally like will tell myself that. And for me, like, I don't know, I can't be very motivated when there's angry rap music in the background. And maybe that like, it makes me run faster. It makes me run faster. I don't particularly like love a like a long running workout. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I will say, have I ran a 10K in a weighted vest? Yes, I have. Did I love every moment of it? No, I didn't. Did I put on some angry rap music in the background? Because that's what motivated me. Heck yeah, I did. Did I have a few F-bombs during it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're probably a lot just to get me through that. So for me, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why is this so important to my coach? I don't know for sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb to say that it's likely because complaining spreads like wildfires. I don't know. I think that that might be the reasoning. Um, I don't know what his backdrop was. Like, I didn't actually ask him where, like, why are we living? Why are we all having these complaint free bands and putting them on? But I'm going to go out on a limb to say that it's probably because when we start to complain, we start to complain as a group. It's very contagious. You ever notice that the same circle of people complain all the time? Like if you're seriously, like if you're out for a coffee or you're out for dinner 
or whatever it is, if like with your group of moms, your group of girlfriends, or group of coworkers that are hanging around the water cooler, literally the same group of people are always complaining about maybe not necessarily the same things, but it's a complaint train. <laughs> and like they all start off, it's like, my husband didn't do this. I can't believe she said that. Oh my gosh, did you see what her Instagram post on that black flip? It was so last season. No, I'm just kidding. But here's the thing is that most of the time, the people that you're hanging around with, and I'll say this, say I've said that a lot, the people that you hang around with shape who you are going to become, who you are meant to be, who you will be. If you're hanging around a lot of people that are complaining, that becomes problematic because it. what happens is that you start to begin to complain as well. So I don't know. I'm not sure if that's his reasoning, but... I think that for me, definitely in life, I've noticed that I tend to not gravitate towards a lot of people that um, that are on the complaint train. Like I just I can't because what happens is that I like for me personally, I've noticed it over the past couple of years. Like I would say probably at least a good five years of my life. I tend to avoid a lot of people that are like that because what happens is that they suck a lot of like my energy out. There's a lot of times where I do understand that maybe my goals, my dreams, my things that I'm working on don't really fit to everybody's standard. That's okay because I'm doing me over here. I'm not doing my life for anybody else. It's all for me. And if people want to complain about that, that's cool. You do you. I I don't need to hear that because what happens when I start to hear that and hear it on a repetitive basis is that I start to self-doubt myself and I don't want to do that. Everyone needs to stop freaking complaining and start embracing the hard stuff in life. You also need to figure out, don't hang out with these people. Free advice tips, guys. Like, I'm here all day. You also need to find a new coffee shop or new water cooler station because you need to stop hanging around with these people that are complaining all the time. I'm sure that there are a lot of people that have a lot of joy in life. Go find those people. Those are the people that you need to seek out in the gym, in your work, at home, whatever. Stop hanging out with the people that are complaining all the time. The complaining is actually, it's avoidance of the task. And it's your mind's way of justification of fear by bringing out the train from Excuseville. Another train rolling in. I know it's the analogy. Maybe I'm like so on fire this week, guys, like with the train. But the thing is, is that complaining is avoidance of the task that you're actually meant to do. And it's just your mind's way of justifying, like it's just justifying the fear like avoidance, it is fear. There's zero growth there. And you have to be willing to fail in order to grow, guys. You have to be able to do that, period, full stop. And I want to add a little bit more here. When you build your life on complaining, the problem is that your mind starts to believe it. You can't. You shouldn't if you won't. And all that stuff walks in. It's called the imposter syndrome what happens after that. Imposter syndrome, it's also known as the imposter phenomena or imposterism, is a psychology occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has persistently internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Ugh, like it, it's crazy. There's so many people that I meet that say that they can't do something or you know, they're doubting themselves. And like some of these people are more skilled, talented, and um, academically, you know, 
able to do things more than me. Like, guys, I am just like, I'm just a lonely old girl over here, you know, just doing her thing. Like I've grown up in different places. I have no, I am not, I was speaking to my coach this morning and, um, I was telling her, I was like, listen, I'm not like, if, if it's something big that I've done, I am that like, I am no different. I'm no different than anybody else. Literally anybody can do a backflip. Anybody can go and do these big, like anybody can start a podcast. Anybody can do that. The, the difference is, is that I think with that, it's just that I don't let fear. I don't let complaining. I don't let those things overtake what the actual task is at hand. And I certainly don't roll in going like, can you imagine if I like sat down and I was trying to do this podcast and I was like, well, you know, I'm just not sure today if, you know, I should be on here. Freaking right, I have to be on here. I don't care if there's one person that's going to be listening to this podcast or if there's a hundred million people that are listening to this podcast. At the end of the day, I have something to say, and I truly believe that that's what I was put on earth here to do. And that's not for everybody, and I get that. But there's also like, I, I don't even know how many podcasts that there are out there. There's something like ridiculous. There's like over a million, probably even more than that of podcasts. There's a lot of other people that are saying and talking things on plat- about things on different platforms, specifically podcasts, that you can go listen to. So if I don't speak to you, that's okay. That's cool. There's like billions of people on, on planet Earth, and not all of us need to be besties. It's okay. Wish you were, but you know, anyways, that's where, where we're at. The imposter syndrome is such a big thing. And I think it's such a key thing for me in my life where if you're standing there and you're tasked with something that's super hard, if you're not complaining about something, and the other thing that can roll in is that you then so start to doubt yourself so badly that you believe that you can't do something. I'm just calling out the BS on that because I think that when you start to eat that, you start to digest, like it's, it's, it's not okay. You need to stop yourself in the track. So I love the idea. I love the concepts of wearing these little bracelets because what happens is that it triggers your mind and it makes you, you know, have accountability and switching it over to the other side of your arm or onto your other arm, your opposite arm. I love that. I love that idea. Guys, you don't need to have like a complain free bracelet. The ones that were our gym gave us literally go to the dollar store go get yourself a bracelet i'm i'm challenging you guys this week i think that it's incredible i thought i thought this is like such a cool challenge go get something put it around your wrist and every time you start to hear yourself complain because the holidays are coming up and you know we've got so much on our task we're going to take on too much just like the majority of us all do make sure that you're aware of that when you hear yourself complaining about something trigger yourself you can snap it on your wrist if you want, wake yourself up a little bit, and move it on to the other side. And hopefully you can find some joy in the moments of hardship where you should be experiencing something that, you know, maybe you're not going to do it perfectly. Maybe you're not going to be able to nail off the exact amount of time that it's going to take you or that rep, or maybe it's going to be something that's going to be real hard for you. Dig deep, believe in yourself, and get off the freaking complaint train because nobody else cares about your problems, guys. Nobody cares about your problems. The only person that cares about your problems is you. You literally walk into a gym, you walk into the office, you walk into anywhere. The only person that cares about your business is you. That's it, period. 
most of us think that everybody else cares about what our problems are, what, you know, Sally's got going on, or the fact that somebody can't, you know, run a certain whatever in a certain time cap. Literally nobody else cares. The only per people that care about are the people that care about themselves. So don't prevent yourself to living, you know, in your fullness and your true potential that you were actually born to do by hopping on this. Go get yourself a bracelet. Challenge yourself, you guys, this week. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Creative Influencer Show. I hope you have gained some inspiration today and you have left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I love using this platform to chat, inspire, and discuss everything that lights my freaking heart on fire. I hope you do too. We are a small business, guys. So every like and subscribe, it makes a difference and it keeps us going. We read every single one of them seriously. So make sure to subscribe to us, follow us, tag some friends encourage everybody to listen to this amazing podcast. And if you love what you heard, please subscribe to this and share it with two of your friends. Spread the word of this new and exciting podcast and remember to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home. (laughs) 